Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, everyone. Marcel here. Before today's episode, I want to tell you about a new show that we are loving at Witch Please Productions, the Culture Study Podcast with Anne Helen Peterson. If you don't already know it, I'm convinced that you're about to fall in love with a new podcast. And this is coming from me, Marcel, someone who famously doesn't really listen to podcasts. Culture Study is a podcast about exploring the nooks and crannies of the culture that surrounds us. Each week, Anne and a super smart co-host will answer listeners' questions about the stuff they find interesting and perplexing, like, why do clothes suck now? And... Is Paw Patrol copaganda, or is it not that deep? And, like, what's the deal with everyone I know getting a divorce? Just like Anne's tremendously popular newsletter of the same name, Culture Study Podcast is funny, insightful, and kind of weird. And it's guaranteed to help you become the most interesting person at parties. Listen to the Culture Study Podcast every Wednesday, wherever you get your shows. Who knows? Maybe you'll recognize some guests in the coming months. Hey folks, this week we're taking a little break to gear up for the holiday season. So instead of enjoying a regular episode, please enjoy this episode of Comfort Creatures, a podcast hosted by Ella McLeod and Alexis B. Preston. If you don't already know, Comfort Creatures is a show from Maximum Fun, the folks who brought you classic podcasts like My Brother, My Brother and Me, Still Buffering, The Adventure Zone, and so many others. In this show, Ella and Alexis bring on guests to chat about pet ownership and the power of furry friends. We were lucky enough to be guests on Comfort Creatures back in August, and we had such a good time. Of course, that means we talked for far too long, and so the episode was actually broken up into two episodes. (laughs) You're about to hear part one. After the episode, if you want to hear part two, head over to the Comfort Creatures show feed wherever you catch your podcasts and check it out. We'll be back in two weeks for another episode about Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. But until then... Later, witches. My face is my face is swollen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, this is a nice segue into talking about the pets because Persephone isn't does not like my how I am right now. She is not happy. I don't know if it's I got in yesterday um, from having you know it wasn't I had I had a biopsy in my gum Mm -hmm. so it was local anesthetic and I was saying to Alexis they had to inject me fourteen times because. I'm magic. I have magic yeah, powers. Yeah, you're a superhero, I, I think. I'm a superhero and anesthesia doesn't work on me. So they had to 
just they just kept going. They just kept popping up with more needles. Like, mm. and and I'd be like, I can still feel everything. <laughs> so, um, uh. it was unpleasant. And so they, yeah. And then I got home, and the cat came over to give me like a little sniff and a little kiss, and just was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, man, <laughs> I, mm, I don't like this. Mm. And then literally turned tail and ran away and has, has been a boy. And then she'll kind of come up to me and like lie down next to me like she wants to check that I'm okay. Mm-hmm. But she really doesn't want to be too close to me. And I just don't know if it's the, the smell of all the yeah drugs in my system. <laughs> she can smell the 14 shots that you got. I think she can. She's like, I, this. you don't smell normal. Uh, Leave me alone. I... Um, it's yeah. that's very strange and also I you're so brave because also I'm a person that uh sometimes I pass out when I get shots. So Really? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's is a, it needles or is it the process of being ejected? I don't it's a newer thing. I didn't know I had it until covid stuff, but it's got it's something to do with blood pressure and standing up too fast. So I've learned how to deal with it, but uh yeah, I uh, fourteen would probably do it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Honestly, I, I I was I did have a Harry Potter audiobook playing the whole time nice. just because comfort, familiarity. Yeah, <laughs> can you imagine I'm a Hogwarts. Yeah, um, which is a good segue so, yeah. into hello. You're listening to Comfort Creatures. Uh, you are indeed. I'm Alexis B. Preston. I'm Ella McLeod. And uh, yeah, this week uh, Ella went to the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> well, this week we're going to Hogwarts. We That's are. what we're doing, That's kind true. of. Kind of. Well, we're going to... We have such a good episode. Um, yeah. We have the incredible Hannah and Marcel here from Witch Please talking about their cats. Uh, we've got Pancakes, Al Purdy, and Faye. Um, but it's such a good conversation that we actually have to break it up into two two episodes. So this week is going to be... Mostly them, you hearing the origin stories of their incredible cats. And next week we get to go full fantasy nerd. Mm. And I, I'm just so excited. Yeah, we had so much fun talking to them, which is why it's two episodes. Yes. I mean, it may just be, is it like 30% of us just like laughing? <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's a lot of that. It's also so funny. Like we got done recording and I was like, we have an hour and a half of of recording. Like there's no way I can edit this down. So. It's going to be two. Yeah, they were just too too charming, too funny, yes. and too interesting for us to cut, basically. Um, so I'm, I'm so excited for everybody yeah. to hear it. Um, but before we get started with that, Alexis, what has been going on with your... What, what, what do you call four kids? Is it quad, quadruplets? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they're all twins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how are the quads? The how quads. are the quads this week? <laughs> they're good. Um, I feel like since last we spoke... Cricket got his first, I gave Cricket his first haircut, um, which Aww. was very, because I've been very nervous about it. I I don't know that he will, he'll do really bad at a groomer. Like, I've just been mm. like, there's no way I can take him. He doesn't mm. like other dogs. He doesn't like strangers. And like, I just feel like it's a recipe for him biting someone. <laughs> yeah, sure, um, sure. So I was like, I'm just going to do it. So I, I bought clippers and I... Uh, I gave him his first haircut and he was so good. I was worried that he would growl or be upset and he just like sat there and I think liked it a little bit. Um, That's amazing. And he obviously, yeah, I guess it's like he really trusts you. Yeah. So it's a little bit more familiar. That's incredible. So did you not 
You'd never given him a haircut before? No. I've done like little trims like on his his face and stuff just to, you know, keep his hair out of his eyes. Um, mm. And some of his unmentional zones would they get, you know, we all have, we have dogs. Sometimes you got to yeah. trim up some things. Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, when we first found him, someone had cut his hair really badly. Like he was, they had done some, a weird... I don't know. It seemed like maybe he, someone had got him off the street also before us and tried to give him a haircut and then he ran away was our guess just because it mm. was such a bad haircut. Because he, he hated the haircut so much. He, he ran away. had the haircut and looked in the mirror and was like, I cannot. He was humiliated. Him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, you know, we've hair is everything as Ella Fleabag. Um, hair is, I mean, my whole book is basically about hair and your relationship to hair and you know there is truly nothing worse than looking in the mirror and being like and now I have to lie (laughs) to spare the hairdresser's feelings but I'm so miserable yep exactly (laughs) here we go yes I love it um yeah so he he's good and it's already like it's been a little bit since we did that it's already grown out a bit but um I wanted to give him a lion cut but I immediately gave up on that. I was like, I don't know why I'm trying a hard cut for the first time I've ever doing this. Like, sure, I should yeah. just give him a haircut. The only yeah. thing I messed up was I was doing his his tail. And you have to be really careful because you don't want the tail to go like in between the uh, like teeth of the clippers. Yeah. And I, I didn't nick him or anything, but the tail did fall. And I just cut like it, the very tip of his his tail. I like it's shaved. It was shaved to hit like the, the skin. <laughs> <laughs> so he just had a little like naked nub <laughs> almost like a little like a little pencil with a yeah. rubber with like an eraser at the end yeah. like you could just yeah if you dip rub, it in ink you can actually write with it it's incredible <laughs> that's so funny um so that's what's going on with 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 cricket everyone else no new updates that was the big one i think cool yeah. i'm trying to think what's if the pup our pup is yeah. oh Oh my god! Yeah, actually, you know what? We've had a really medical week in our household because Simba had a is a rhino a rhino rhinoplasty yeah rhino, like a nose job. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what I said to my mom, <laughs> and kind of he um he got a grass seed stuck up his nose, so they had to, and he was oh bless him, like he was being really brave. Aww. He was clearly uncomfortable. Um, so yeah, my mom had to take him to the vet, and they like had like had to put a camera up there and go go digging around yeah. and then they pulled it out and we were shocked by the size he's only got a little nose yeah. but this significantly long and i think the thing that like was clearly so uncomfortable for him was that the end of it it was a grassy that had clearly started to like sprout a little bit right so we've kept it obviously my mum kept the grass seed and it's now in like a little a little jar because of course she did um <laughs> Because that's the that's just the kind of thing my mom would do. It's like when, oh, if any kids are listening, uh, shut their ears now. It's like when your parents keep your teeth mm-hmm. when the tooth the, the tooth fairy has visited. Um, yes. So it it didn't surprise me that my mom then kept the grass seed. Uh, she she is that kind of a parent. That's really cute. I mean, I get it. I as a I I love a curio cabinet of strange things. I have I still have crumbs baby's teeth and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just weird things in little jars. Yeah. I think that's a real vibe. Yeah. yeah. So I get it. If, if Also, if she doesn't want any more, I'll take it. 
Okay. <laughs> I'll let <laughs> know. I am so excited to be here digitally with you three. This is this is really huge for me. Um, we are joined today, Comfort Creatures listeners, by the incredible, the sensational, the inimitable mm. Hannah McGregor and Marcel Cosman. They are the beautiful talent behind which, please. Um, they are professors of, in, insert the things that you teach here. Mm. Yeah, sure. Lit- Literature. <laughs> They are professors of the non-committal shrug. Ah, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And they are uh, cat parents too. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And now tell me the names of your cats because from what I remember, you've um, you've done an excellent job on naming your pets. Hannah, you should go first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My cats are <laughs> uh, named. I don't know if you can actually see them in the background. Ooh, um, a live feed. Yeah. Oh my god, I can. I can see a foot. Yes. Okay. So this little this little tabby here, that's pancakes, plural. Um, and then the hat handsome tuxedo gentleman behind me, who you might be able to see. I don't know if you I don't see no, that I know, one. unfortunately not. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Oh there yes. he is. Oh, that's oh, Al Purdy. He's named after <laughs> an important <laughs> Canadian poet of the nineteen seventies, but because he's a cat, there's two R's in his name. Mm-hmm. Al Purdy. Uh, Purdy. Very right. cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah no. That, mm-hmm. I have yeah, always had fun. many splendid friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am presently cat parent to uh, a beautiful cat named Faye, who uh, she's a, a chocolate point Siamese who doesn't have uh, any ears. And she was in the room with me, but I see that she is somehow... Uh, managed to escape. She'll um, return at some point and purr directly into the microphone. I know it's very. Um, she has. Her. She has. She has zero chill whatsoever, <laughs> um, which is you know something that I, I both detest and absolutely adore about her. She um, had a hard life on the mean streets of Edmonton. That's did. how she lost her ears, and now yeah. oh. she's oh. just ready to soak up a lot of stray cats mm. in Canada. Okay, we're going to come to this. Yeah, wait, because I immediately have so many questions. But (laughs) yeah, instantly. Okay, so you've got Faye who has a story. She's got a real story. (laughs) I but I should tell you. So the reason why she's named Faye when I when I adopted her, her name was Tinkerbell, and I like Mm. no shade to the people who had her before me. I don't know what like led them to the decision to call her Tinkerbell, (laughs) but it just didn't feel like the right name for mm-hmm. her uh for her new life with me and so mm-hmm. i decided that mm-hmm. Faye was a very classy lady name that <laughs> is a is a is an elegant gesture to her her fairy um fairy origins yeah, origins you, there we go there her, we go yeah you you gave her the dignity she deserved yeah. and i i respect <laughs> that I, yeah no no shade to them but i would absolutely hate to have to say tinkerbell Every time yeah. I needed to like yeah. call my cat, yeah. totally. it's so long. Know, That's embarrassing. Right? Not yeah. like Al Purdy. <laughs> Al Purdy's great though. <laughs> no, but do you know? I personally feel like Tinkerbell is one of those names that's um, only acceptable in irony. Like mm. if your cat is like malicious and evil, yes. calling that cat Tinkerbell, there's like a kind of flair yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. But Tinkerbell. calling a sweet angel mm-hmm. Tinkerbell, yeah. 
I don't know. I yeah. I, I'm just. I'm I always do the thing say. where you imagine like you lost your pet and you have to holler their name outside. Mm-hmm. And I would just like. I just really don't like the idea of having to yell Tinkerbell outside for a long mm. period of time. Mm-hmm. That's a really good like, litmus nothing... test for how to name a pet. But I do feel yeah. like it is more 100%. apt for dogs than cats, yeah. which don't know or acknowledge their names. True. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie definitely knows her name and all 16 of her nicknames okay <laughs> for sure <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> um Ooh. so you've got Faye is Faye an only child at the she is now she had uh she had a sibling uh named Gandalf briefly but um Gandalf the Stray, but unfortunately he passed away a few months after we got him. It was very sad. Um, it was it was very sad, Alexis. No, it's Gandalf the Stray that really got me. We just glossed right over it. It's a really Marcel's really good at naming cats. Damn, very good. Yeah, that is excellent. And and then a few years later, I finally convinced my partner to let me get a second cat again. We. We finally mm. convinced your partner to let you get a second. We cat yes, <laughs> Hannah. Hannah was a really, really, really big part of that. Um, Trevor insisted that I make a budget, and I was like, "How do you make a budget <laughs> to take care of a cat?" So I asked Hannah Marcel, because Hannah has two ask, cats. What, what's your? I was going to ask Marcel. What, what's your star sign? <laughs> I'm a Pisces. Oh yeah. <laughs> I am also a Pisces, and my partner also made me make a budget. <laughs> I got my cat. So, I was equally indignant. Like, yeah. And Trevor is a, a Gemini, and so Hannah, being a Gemini, I was like, okay, well, surely she knows how much cats oh, actually God, cost S- in yeah. dollar amounts. Every every <laughs> Pisces I know is like, money's not real. It's just a vibe. It, it's not. It's a construct. <laughs> You know, it's, it's I mean, all it's yeah. literally not real. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, it's literally <laughs> not real. No, no. Anyway, that is how she ended up with my beautiful, fluffy goddaughter, Sally. Sally. And Sally oh. was named Sally. That was her name at the shelter. And it was just so adorable and cute. So I kept it. Um, but unfortunately for me, uh, Faye did not want to share me. Mm. And so Sally ended up bonding very deeply with my sister-in-law, Jillian, who was living with us at the time, and her extremely mean and cruel and vicious cat, Suki. And somehow Sally won over, like, the meanest cat I've ever known. Just just sheer determination. She just wouldn't give up. Truly unbelievable. And so... What did she do? Like, I want to know how to. She, she befriended her the same way I befriend people, which is she just stood <laughs> really close to her all the time. <laughs> just like. And like, didn't I'm here seem, constantly. Y'all. And didn't seem to mind that Suki would like hiss at her and swipe at her. Um, yeah. And so then when Jill was ready to move off to her own place, we just decided that it would be. It would be better for everybody if Sally Aww. went with her. And that was very mm. sad, but it's not a decision that I regret. Yeah. yeah. No. And she's nearby, totally so she can go and, and get a yeah. face full of that fluffy belly if she needs. A mere Aww. a mere few blocks away. And now those armpit mats are Jill's problem and not oh, mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did she 
armpit mouth. She's long hair. She's the ragdoll. Yeah. And just like the finest fluffiest hair and she is truly just the sweetest dopiest silliest like gentle soul but if you try to brush her she turns into a demon like like she would like spit and hiss at me and like would injure me with her teeth and her claws it was it was wild it was like Jekyll and Hyde it was incredible oh my god (laughs) thanks for letting me tell you about my pets I was really uh, oh no this is this, this is, is literally the, the premise yeah. of the oh, show. Like, that's yeah. all we want to talk about in your pet. <laughs> um, so, okay, Al Purdy pancakes. Mm, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. What's the situation there? <laughs> okay. So, tell, tell me so everything. So, I grew up with dogs. I was okay. 100% a dog person. I had never. What kind of dogs? Miniature schnauzers. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I did not think you were going to say either. that. The way you said dogs, I was like, all right, it's going to be like. Rottweilers, no. and then yes. I, I genuinely had yeah. like Alsatians in my head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for, sure. for a very good reason. It was before, you know, it was the the eighties when we got them, maybe the early nineties. So they weren't kind of the trend dog that they are mm. now. Um, but mm. my, what you're saying is you had those dogs before they were cool yeah it's just that- before they were cool <laughs> i'm a schnauzer hipster look at you with your with your hipster aerial glasses on and everything like i had schnauzers before they were cool guys actually. um but my my mother's father had a dog allergy and we mm. got them specifically because they're a hypoallergenic dog mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and then we just sort of like you know, hit it off with the breed. Like our first one was so good. Um, mm-hmm. So our first one was my brother's dog. The deal was that we could have dogs when we turned 10 because mm-hmm. that was the age Aww. at which my parents were like, you are mature enough now to have a dog. So our first one was Corby, um, which is they both have Scottish names. So Corby is Gaelic for little black crow. Um, and uh he was an all black schnauzer. He was one of those once in a lifetime. Wait, it's it's Scottish for little black crow. Okay, all it's of those definitely words? Scottish for crow. But in the family, we always said it was Scottish for little black crow. So even as I said it, I was like, "That's nonsense and not how languages work." I was like, "Wait, no, it, no, it, no!" So I, that to me was believable yeah. because if you think about like Schadenfreude, is German for. Yeah, the feeling Corby's of being like happy as someone else's. Like, that's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of meaning to pack What's the word for a big black crow? Or, or a little gray crow. Corfi. I don't, <laughs> I, know none, I know none of Corgi. Corgi, Corgi, is, Corgi is a little Corgi. gray crow. Corgi is, yeah. Corgi is a little gray yeah. crow. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that Feel is. Feel that. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's not a linguistics podcast. <laughs> um... Yeah, he was just an ab- just one of those absolutely perfect mm. dogs, you know, just like mm. perfect temperament. Mm. Would let a child just yank on his beard all day and just sit with great oh. stoic patience. And then my dog was Selkie, mm. named for you know oh. the mythical creature yeah, that is right. a sea in the a, a seal in the ocean and seal, yeah. yeah. Um, she was gray. Um, not as perfect a dog as Corby. Um, sorry, Selkie. She was also wonderful. <laughs> it's just that he was a perfect dog. Mm, um, yeah. But, you know, grew up with those dogs and then went off and did grad school for 100 years. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just having a pet was not 
feasible. I was moving around too much. I was traveling constantly. Um, I lived with people who had pets sometimes, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't until I finished my PhD that I was like, I am going to treat myself by getting a pet. (laughs) And for the first little while, I was really like, I'll just get a very small dog that I can just bring with me everywhere I go. Because like early career academia, you are never home. Like you Mm -hmm, are just, you are just out, you know, 16 hours a day um, and traveling all the time and all of this stuff. And then I just like my Edmonton friends were all cat people. And Mm. so I was like, all right, I guess I will try a cat. And Marcel and our friend Claire (laughs) went with me to the Edmonton Humane Society. And I went in and was like, hi, I've never had a cat. I've barely interacted with cats. Can you can you give me a cat that's going to be like chill? Like a chill, like a cat that's kind of dog-like. Like, what's the cat that's most like a dog? I will take that one. And they just, like, went into this room and came out with this huge tuxedo tomcat. And were like, this one. And I was like, all right. And then they put him in the little... They give you these like cardboard carriers. They put them in the little cardboard oh carrier. God. It's um, like a lunchbox. <laughs> yeah. And then he immediately. It's like when you go to build a bed. Yes. 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 Yeah. And then he immediately hulked out of it. Like just. <laughs> um, but I brought him home and like nothing, knowing nothing about cats. I brought him home. I just like put a litter in the corner and was like, this is your litter. And then I like put a a little cat bed on the couch and was like, this is your bed. And he was like, cool, I live here now? Cool, we're good. And that was like, he is the easiest wow. cat in the universe. Um, wow. To this day, he is just an astonished. He's got the same energy as Corby did. Like, mm, he will let it, he yeah. will let a kid like Talk yank on, on his, his tail. Yeah, yeah, he just does not mind. He lets me cradle him like a baby and blow raspberries in his stomach. Like, he's just... <laughs> He's such. That is so sweet. And you bring him somewhere new and let him out of his carrier. And he's like, oh, I live here now. All right. Yeah. Like anywhere you go with him. He's the most confident cat. So obviously for my second cat, I got a lunatic. Right. (laughs) Naturally. (laughs) You would do. You would do. Exactly. Some uh, some lunacy, I think. All right, we need to take a quick break, uh, but when we get back, we'll have more from Hannah and Marcel. It could happen to you. You're all grown up now, a professional adult with diverse interests and hobbies, and one of those hobbies is video games. You just can't help it. They're so good now. If that's you, we're here to tell you, you are completely normal. I'm Maddie Myers. I'm Jason Schreier. And I'm Kirk Hamilton. And together we form Triple Click, a podcast about video games. If you think you might be a person who likes video games, we hope you'll give Triple Click a listen. Triple Click, new episodes every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Hey, kid. Your dad tell you about the time he broke Stephen Dorff's nose at the Kids' Choice Awards? (laughs) In Dead Pilot Society, scripts that were developed by studios and networks but were never produced are given the table reads they deserve. When I was a kid, I had to spend my Christmas break filming a PSA about angel dust. So yeah, being a kid sucks sometimes. Presented by Andrew Reich and Ben Blacker. 
Dead Pilot Society twice a month on MaximumFun.org. You know, the show you like, that hobo with the scarf who lives in a magic dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Who? Yeah! Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so... Tell tell us about pancakes. Why oh my, <laughs> my perfect my tell us perfect everything. little neurotic. So I got pancakes when I moved into my condo because they allow two cats. And I was like <laughs> nice. Like I was the apartments Done. I was in before Excellent. were one pet maximum. And then mm-hmm. my condo board was like two cats. And I was like, heck yeah. Gonna and get a cat. Of- Immediately, all of us in Edmonton, all of all of Hannah's Edmonton friends are are staunchly two cat. Yeah. people and which is which is one of the reasons why i like continually bully trevor about letting me have a second cat yeah um right. sure, because sure. that's the correct number of cats yeah and so and so yeah so when when uh when hannah was there to get her first cat claire and i were also both like but what if you got two but what if you just got two, cats? Maybe you get two. <laughs> what if you got two you just got two cats though <laughs> yeah. yeah so anyway yeah <laughs> So this time around, I decided to work with uh, this great Vancouver-based um, cat rescue called Vokra, which is the Vancouver Orphan Kitten Orphan Kitten Rescue Association that started off, their original thing was um, they only do in-home fostering. They don't have an actual shelter. Um, and their original thing was like specialized fostering for pregnant mom cats and like really, really tiny orphaned kittens who need to be, like, bottle-fed. Um, wow. So, oh, and gosh, I follow a bunch of their fosters on on Instagram, and you get some real good kitten content. Um, oh, you're going to have to send me those yeah, links, because that's all I want on my feed is <laughs> kittens being bottle-fed. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's all oh I my want. God, that's good. Um, but they sort of expanded to doing, they just sort of, you know, uh, foster all kinds of cats now and uh i have i made friends with this lovely person ashra who is one of their sort of main volunteer coordinators and she was like yeah you should try a voker cat instead of the weird thing about voker cats is that rather than just going to a shelter and being like cat please you <laughs> like you go on these weird little cat dates because you like go to the foster's home and then like oh meet the cat okay. and like court interact Aww. with the cat for a while and then and then decide you know like you and the cat both like anonymously fill out a questionnaire about whether or not you liked each other and then if you know each other at the end yeah exactly yeah, exactly um <laughs> and i went i went and i saw a bunch of cats and was just like yeah maybe i don't actually want a second cat like i love al so much like maybe just none of these cats are are vibing maybe i just only want one cat and then i went over to pancakes foster's home and she was this tiny 
less than a year old, had already had a litter, babies having babies, um, had been trapped in the Abbotsford dump um, where she was born and had lived her short life thus far and was like mostly feral still. Like, mm. not interested in being touched by humans. Mm. Um, hid behind a couch the entire time. And I was just like, oh, this is my cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. When you know, you know. When you know, you know. It came where? From a dump? Oh, a my dump? dream. A cat from a dump? <laughs> a garbage cat from the garbage? <laughs> I'll take one. <laughs> this is us having me raised on Disney. It's like, yes. I would give Trump a home. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what you thought you were doing. There, yeah. There's something like, it's almost cliche. It's like, yeah. no, really, the cat, you came from a dump. Yeah. Like, that's where you were living. Yeah. Yeah. Her Come original name was yeah. Abby, named for the dump she dump. was born in. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's very special. It's very that's special. So that's cool. She had a higher difficulty <laughs> rating. As yeah. a cat, because when you she had leveled not... up, yeah, I leveled yeah. up. You know, you yeah. just gotta, you gotta always be rise and grind harder always cats be leveling every time. up. <laughs> you know, it... yeah. So you you start at your beginner cat, you know, yeah. and an intermediate yeah, cat. Yeah, yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. What kind of uh, difficult? What what were the challenges? Just bringing pancakes home. Yeah. Well, one was getting her comfortable with me, and then two was integrating the two of them into a household in a way that would work. Um, yeah. So I I obviously um, used the uh, valuable quasi canonical advice of Jackson Galaxy to <laughs> integrate my new cat into the household. So. We started mm-hmm. off, Pancakes stayed in the bathroom for the first week so she could have her own little space. And I hung out in the bathroom with her mm-hmm. um, for just hours at a time so she could just get used to me being around her. And advi- the advice was like, talk to her a bunch so she gets really used to your voice. And so I would um, bring like my master's student's theses into the mm-hmm. bathroom with me and read them out loud to her. So she, Amazing. she knows a lot about the publishing yeah, industry. She's well read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's an intellectual um, now. Yeah, oh. absolutely. She's just the most brainless cat. Just absolutely not <laughs> a single brain cell in there. Um, but when she got comfortable with me, like would come out while I was there and would like, you know, boop my finger. Like you know, we started getting comfortable. Mm. Then you do the next step is that you. You lock the resident cat in a separate room and let the new cat out to -hmm. start to, like, expand their territory. Mm -hmm. Because apparently what Mm -hmm. you have to do is, like, teach the cats to territory share because they're very Mm -hmm. territorial animals. So they have to learn how to, like, Mm -hmm. navigate that. So I would let Pancakes out and lock Al in the bedroom. um, And every time I did it, he would rage poop. (laughs) <laughs> I was just going to ask if there were accidents. That's yeah, I don't think common. it was an accident. Well, yeah, I should say. Yeah. No, I only yeah, I think it was a punishment. That was vengeance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, how dare you, mother? Yeah. I oh, was here. It, it was a poop, not a pee. It was absolutely a poop. It was not... She pees out of fear sometimes. Okay, oh. yeah. Um, When I have to put her in her carrier, she's really hard to catch because she's still... Yeah got that feral edge to her and so i have to corral her into a corner 
and like yeah. you know, like yeah. corner her and catch her and she pees out of terror which makes yeah. me feel like oh what a bully um <laughs> and she's like an eight pound cat like she's right. so tiny oh. yeah yeah um no but al rage poops like he poops too and it's very rare because he's a very chill cat but this really pushed him over the edge yeah um so uh, anyway, then then you do a thing where you like start feeding them on either side of a door and then you slowly open the door a little bit at a time. So they get used to like smelling and seeing each other while they're eating. Like there's a whole series of process. Yeah, there's yeah. a whole process mm-hmm. to it to like basically help them figure out that like they're both allowed to be in this space and it's okay. And a lot mm-hmm. of it is like mm-hmm. have them in the same space and then interact with both of them a lot and like play with them and give them a treat so that they start associating being in the same place as like positive reinforcement. And uh, mm-hmm. and now they tolerate each other like long-term roommates who have never <laughs> really become friends, but like really That's like okay. their rhythms work well and they've just mm-hmm. figured out how to yeah. live together and it's like maybe sometimes it's better if you're not friends with your roommate because it's less drama mm-hmm. wow. that's them yeah. <laughs> yeah my cats are similar they're like they they don't like cuddle or play yeah mm-hmm. but also they're like always within like six feet of each other yes mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. so yeah. even though it's like you don't if they get too close they'll be like a little bit of like hey whoa back up mm-hmm. yeah at the same time it's like what do you are you why would you hiss at her you you follow her around the house like (laughs) what's happening it's weird yeah Um, yeah before before i um before i got Faye, i had had these two cats for um they were they were like siblings from the same litter beowulf and cosette they i had had them Since they were kittens. So good. So good. Uh, thank you. So good. Beowulf had, he had thumbs. He was polydactyl, but like had mm. actual thumb shaped weird paws. And oh I was afraid they that looked other like cats baseball mitts. It was incredible. It, Just like the biggest, mittiest paws. Totally, totally symmetrical on both hands. It was like hands, not like paws. Anyway. <laughs> Truly, truly beautiful. No, cats. I did not know this was this oh, was a thing. I also didn't. I was I was shocked. So, uh, in, when we lived in Montreal, our downstairs neighbors had had a cat who had a litter of kittens, and then she ate something or was I don't know. It was very unclear. They were sketchy people, and the the cat died. They wanted to find a um, they wanted to rehome the kittens together. Long story short, we ended up with them. Best best decision young Marcel ever made. So they, they, I had had them for about, I think 12 years, 12, 13 years or so. And, um, uh, one time though, when we were still living in Montreal, we had, um, we had this roommate. And so even though Beowulf and Cosette were siblings, um, Beowulf would like beat up Cosette a lot (laughs) and it was really stressful. And you would like, you would like hear this like screeching and you would see tufts of fur flying in the air. It was very, very stressful. And one time we had, uh, we had this roommate and he had, he had come home and Beowulf started picking on Cosette. And so he separated them and put Beowulf in the bathroom and locked the door. Um, But then unfortunately he forgot for a couple hours. And then when he let Beowulf out, um, he remembered like just in time before he had to leave for, you know, whatever he was doing. We were students. He was probably going to go do a student thing. So he let Beowulf out and he uh, left the house. And I came home a little while later 
And I was coming up the stairs. And as soon as I opened the door to the apartment, I was like, that's a weird, that's a, it smells like poop. What's going, (laughs) what's, and I like sort of start to follow my nose and I get to just outside of my roommate's bedroom. And I'm like, oh, how embarrassing for John. Oh my God. I think think John pooped in the, I think John pooped the bed. I'm going to pretend that I never noticed because he's probably so embarrassed about it. So I just go into my room and I'm like sitting at the desk, do do, and I hear John come home. And you know when you like, you know, even though you can't see what's happening, you know you can absolutely see what's happening just by the sound. And so I, I heard him walk to his room, stop, take a few more steps, take his bedspread off the bed, go downstairs to the laundry, come back upstairs, and I was like, oh. God, good thing I pretended I didn't know because how embarrassing for John. Now he's got to wash it. Ooh. So John comes to my bedroom door and he knocks and he's like, hey, um, do you have any tips? And I'm like, oh, no, how embarrassing for John. <laughs> for, for how do I you, can stop pooping the bed. <laughs> do you have any tips for how to get cat shit out of a blanket and I was like oh no <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and, and and I was like what do you mean anyway John was pretty sure that not one but both of them had like tag team all over his bed because there was too much for it to have come from a single cat that was that was his theory ah <laughs> uh. Oh wow! They were they the best so bad cats. Truly, Marcel so loves oh bad cats. I love bad cats. Yeah, it's and, funny. Like they are hilarious because they hold grudges. Mm. You oh. know, they they remember like oh, yeah. the, the 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 small wrongs. Like I'll tell Percy off for something, and I'll think we're cool. And like four hours later, she'll come for me. She'll look me in the eyes, and I know she's saying that's for earlier. Like I know. <laughs> Um, they don't forget. They don't forget at all. So, um, so Marcel, you say that you, uh, kind of corralled Mm -hmm. Hannah into, into getting her second cat. So are you, you're, you're a cat aunt. Would you say you're the cat aunt to Hannah's cat? Is that that accurate? Are you a, are you a cat godmother? You know what? I, so Hannah played a very pivotal role in enabling me to get Sally. I think. Okay, how? Wait, wait, with, how, how with did... The, with the yeah, budget, because yeah, I made right? the budget. Oh, right, 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 yeah. the budget. And of course you made, you made, yeah. yes, you, you did the numbers. Um, yeah, absolutely. And so Hannah definitely godmother to Sally, even now that Sally lives with Jillian. Hannah's still the godmother. Mm. I'm sort of like mm. the sad auntie who is like, <laughs> I raised you for a little while, but then you went back to your mom. I'm that kind of auntie. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, I, did, I think Hannah would have gotten a second cat without me bullying her mm. to do it because she had enough other friends who were like yeah two cats <laughs> do it two cats yeah. that's the right yeah, number correct correct yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and now also, i'm committed she's never met pancakes in <gasps> irl i know wow yeah. i know oh my god i know that's wild yeah. um and so now are you are you going to be behind budget 2.0 so that marcel can get a second cat again <laughs> well is that, for the time the being i think marcel has res- has uh uh i mean marcel you can speak for this but i think that she has 
uh, come to terms with the fact that Faye thrives as an only cat yeah. with mm-hmm. two human, to make human siblings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's yeah, very, very patient with with the baby. I was baby. Gonna say, how is she with the yeah, baby? Yeah, so incredibly yeah. patient. Like I and she had never been around children or babies before she. And came. how old are they now, Elliot? So how old is Elliot? Elliot now? is uh, almost seven, and Cohen is almost one. Um, and so, oh. so Cohen was Elliot's. That's sorry, crazy. no. Well, yeah, Cohen is also Elliot's first baby, but Cohen, <laughs> but Cohen more more to the point of this podcast. Cohen is also <laughs> Faye's first baby, right? And mm. so there was a lot of like, I don't know how she's going to react, but she's a very, with the exception of other cats, she is an incredibly docile cat. Oh. Mm. Um, and so, like, and also. <laughs> She likes to be handled a little roughly. Um, and so she doesn't mind when Cohen like grabs her fur and like pulls on it. The most that I've ever mm. seen her do is like look and go. Ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some yeah. really That's good great. photos of Marcel City. Faye is like such a lap cat that like mm-hmm. if you it yeah. doesn't matter if there's no lap available. She's just oh, like she'll find it. Yeah, right. yeah. Give me, I can make a lap. Listen, um, your neck is available, and that'll do. Yeah. A, a, neck, a neck is a lap <laughs> in a pinch. <laughs> and there's just these great photos of like Marcel holding Cohen on her lap, and then Faye lying like half across Marcel, half across Cohen, just being like, "This is enough lap. I, I do it." Oh. I was like, "Oh no, what's gonna happen?" And nothing, absolutely nothing. nothing. It was adorable. No. Uh. Oh yeah. So yeah. I so I think that um for the oh she is in the room. Where were you? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know where she was. They're good at um, hiding. So for the for the duration of, of our of our time together, I think Faye will Faye will be Faye will stay an only child because yeah. she's just it, so visibly ha- she's so much happier. It's so mm, obvious um yeah. when there mm. are not other cats around. Yeah. Yeah, can I can yeah. I tell you all about? So I am not a long term planner. I am not mm. a future yes. oriented person. I'm just kind of like, listen, we'll probably all die in a fire in five years. So what are we planning for? Um, <laughs> however, I have made a long term cat plan, mm, a long term mm, pet mm. plan, which is like wow. not like me. I have to. Yeah, and so. Yeah, please, what it please is, share. is a, a desire to continue to be a person who has cats. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. a desire to also at some point have a dog. Mm-hmm. How do you do this? Mm-hmm. Right? Neither mm-hmm. of these current cats will tolerate dogs. Pancakes mm-hmm. is much too fearful. She mm-hmm. will. She is such a good hider that if something happens that she doesn't like, I think that she just opens a pocket dimension and mm-hmm. just... <laughs> goes in there because she will disappear in a way yeah. where I'm like you I looked everywhere you were nowhere yeah. mm-hmm. um and Al hates dogs <laughs> and will like beat the <laughs> out of any dog he meets he is a big cat he survived on the mean streets of Edmonton with his mm-hmm. ears intact that's how, how that's how you oh, know yeah. he's tough He's way um, tougher, yeah. And he will, He. I've just seen him beat up dogs. Um, and <laughs> yeah. so neither of them can be dog cats. And so. So what's the plan here? The plan. So at some point, one of these cats will pass away. No. You know, in mm-hmm. 20 years. 
Um, 30. Yeah. At which point I will get, so I'll have a surviving senior cat. Mm -hmm. I will get a pair of bonded kittens. The logic being that when you are getting new cats for, to be companions to a senior cat, it's better to get a pair of kittens because they entertain each other. Um, And so are less likely to hassle the senior cat. Mm -hmm. And when you get bonded kittens, they're more confident because they have each other. And so they're more likely to be easy to introduce into new scenarios. Mm -hmm. So Mm. I will get a pair of bonded kittens to be friends with my senior cat. But I will also start socializing those kittens with dogs mm-hmm. from Slow. early on Slow. so mm-hmm. i will like bring yes. them over to the homes of people who have dog like i will get them used to dogs then when the yeah. other senior cat passes away you know in 50 years mm-hmm. then i will adopt a dog to be friends with my pair of dog friendly bonded cats that's so that's smart. perfect hannah this yeah. is great it's the best plan i've ever made yeah it's a great plan that's really good yeah I really appreciate that forward thinking. Well done. I love it. It's really Um, good. I will say, as a person that has two cats, two dogs. I want to hear it. Sometimes the dogs just show up and you go, you guys figure it out. (laughs) I I mean, (laughs) and it's kind of hard for a while. And you go, this is maybe a mistake, but they're here now. (laughs) Can't say no. Can't say no. They live here. If a dog just turns up one day. Which is what happened to Alexis okay. twice. Alexis, I just I feel like I have to you? say that. Both of Alexis's dogs, both of Alexis's across. dogs, literally, Alexis stumbled across both of her puppies. Like she's the only person I've ever known this to happen to. She was coming home from work or somewhere with the first one, and like just saw him and was like, "Yep, cool, yeah. that's my dog." And then the second one like walked into her garden. Yep. She was like, cool, now there's a friend. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's literally how Alexa's got her I dogs. just... So, I know. Happens. She's like a Disney princess. I don't know why people don't make more of a big deal yeah, about Yeah, that's this. incredible. You're just walking down the street and just puppies yeah, just Yeah, the first one, like, it, it's a little... He was in a... Someone had, like, left him in an alley in a crate. My, my little puppy. Uh, but then I was like, well, I'm not going to call the Humane Society. Like, this is my dog now, obviously. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you call the Humane Society, they might try to return it to its owner. Exactly. What are they? Uh, yeah. And have him go to someone else? When, exactly. It's my no, dog. No, my it's dog. your dog. Uh, yeah. Finders Cricket. keepers. <laughs> yeah. Cricket just showed up. He literally, like, jumped through our fence. And I was like, I looked for an owner for a while. And no one claimed him. Yeah. And then I was just like, well, I guess you live here. listen if a dog manages to worm its way into my third floor condo Mm. then (laughs) then i'm just saying it's plan for that also yeah 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 i mean that's like you make plans knowing that they'll never actually unfold the way you anticipate and Mm. and uh and who knows like maybe in three years i'm gonna move to a farm and get a hundred a hundred dogs and one donations. Yeah. I like that. I really like that version yeah. of your future. Yeah. Really Can't you picture I, I me just with like? I really yeah. can. Yeah. In like um dungaree. No, yeah. what do you call dungarees? Is that what you call yeah. them? Yeah, in dungarees yeah. and like just like and um, a shotgun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Future <laughs> Hannah is wearing like linen overalls, Birkenstocks. Mm-hmm. She's got seventeen senior cats. Hundred <laughs> percent. I also see you having like chickens yes. and naming them all like old lady names, oh, yeah. like Mabel and yes. Doris and yes. stuff. Yes. I really see that yes. for you too. Yes. Um, yes. I just, we like, we did a rude like 
Chekhov's gun with Marcel's cat, Faye, not having ears. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Sorry, I just realized that's a huge detail that what? Oh, baby. She is. Ma- okay, this is an audio medium. So Ma- Marcel has just held up a, a gorgeous chocolatey <laughs> colored Siamese with teeny tiny ears. Yeah, they're all like. One of them is a little bit longer. One of them is, I, sorry, I realized yeah. I was talking to her and pointing the mic at the computer. One, <laughs> one, wrong, wrong, wrong microphone. Um, one, one of her ears is like maybe one quarter and the other one is maybe two thirds of an ear. But mm. yeah, I guess when, when she was, um, so she was similarly abandoned as a kitten mm. In and left in the back of a pickup truck um, in a box in Edmonton winter. And Edmonton winters are famously very extreme cold temperature winters. And so the fact that she is only missing parts of her ears is yeah. really is really pretty miraculous. Oh, um, and so that's what happened to yeah. her. And you know, this is something I'm sure exists in other cities, but I've never really encountered it. Um, as much as I have since moving to Alberta, where a lot of people have a lot of money and don't seem to know what to do with it. But there are like way more abandoned purebred cats Mm, here than I've ever encountered before. And it just because like I always think of purebred cats as like something that you get when you like if you have an allergy or something and you need to get, you yeah. know, like, like I just, I just sort of assume that if you are going to get a cat, you'll just get a mutt cat because yeah. there are different breeds of cat. What? Who, yeah. who knew that? Yeah. yeah. Um, you don't get cats from a breeder. You get cats from the dump. Exactly. Yeah, of course. <laughs> where cats come from. Yeah. From the alley. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas O'Malley, the alley yeah. cat. I, the this alley is, cat. This is so yeah. classic Edmonton, though, because yeah. Alberta's a resource-based boom and bust economy. Mm-hmm. And so what you get is like a lot of people moving there for jobs where they're all of a sudden making like $150,000 a year. Mm-hmm. doing like really dangerous work on the rigs and they've got you know they're young and they have suddenly a ton of money and they and they're buy, lonely and they're lonely and so they like just spend their money on a bunch of really goofy stuff and mm-hmm. then they mm-hmm. you know the price of oil tanks for a while and everybody loses their jobs and then they all get ri- mm-hmm. like and Alberta's yeah. really like that. Like housing price prices just oh, go like yeah. up and down like wild. You know, people are always yeah. buying luxury cars and then having to sell them six months later. So right. it totally makes sense mm. to me that it's just like people are like on an impulse mm-hmm. buying some sort of like fancy pet and then being like, well, I'm moving back to wherever now. So I guess I'll just yeah. leave this cat in my pickup truck. No. Yeah, like I yeah. like I I've I know people who have um oh my gosh, my friend Kay who used to live in Calgary, which is a, a few uh, a few hours south of me. Um she went to somebody's house and they had they they had adopted an abandoned like um Oh gosh, what kind of cat is it? It's the kind of cat that has like the the like cheetah spots. It's like not an ocelot. Oh, a bengal. Yeah, a, a bengal. So like that's what I yeah. have. Yeah. So like a very yeah. a very fancy. <clears throat> there are not. Yeah. And like oh yeah, probably not a probably yeah. not a shelter cat. <laughs> yeah. Can you no. imagine walking to a shelter and being like, 
What do, do you, you have any bears? <laughs> yeah. I have a theory that Pancakes has a little bit of Bengal in her. Yeah. Um, because of just of the... If she's a lunatic, she probably yeah, does. Yeah, I mean, she's an absolute lunatic. Bengals are insane. And she's also got some really... Yeah. Care- like, she's got spots on her belly. Um, mm. Like, she's got yeah. some markings that look... And so I sort of think that, like, her, like... She had a grandparent who mm. was somebody's Bengal. escaped Bengal, right? Mm-hmm. Who, like, yeah, impregnated a nice. yes. uh, stray cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm creating elaborate yeah. narratives about my cat's histories. Yeah. We all do this, right? You know, that's what yeah. we do. Yeah, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. I'm sorry, we have to cut it off there. Uh, it's we love talking to them so much, but don't worry, you get to hear the rest of the conversation next week. Um, they're an absolute delight and. Next week, we get to fully nerd out and talk about their favorite fantasy creatures. And I mean, obviously, we hear it, so I don't want to say too much, uh, but it's going to be great. It's it's so, so great. I mean, that conversation was already perfect. I particularly <laughs> enjoy, I just particularly enjoy the way that, I don't know if this is a thing in you guys' part of the world. Mm-hmm. I was saying that, like Canada and LA aren't <laughs> so far away. But to me, I'm like, eh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, it's all over there. Um. But just this thing of like, yeah, like co- collecting cats from the the garbage, <laughs> collecting collecting pets from like the mean streets of your city, mm-hmm. like a Disney film. Yeah. Like, um, I'm I'm really really here for it, and I'm so excited to hear more from them. Oh, same. Um, in the meantime, don't forget to follow us. We are C Creatures Pod on Twitter. We are Comfort Creatures Podcast on Instagram. And please email us your pet stories. We'll figure out a proper segment soon. Uh, so if you want, if you love a formula, we can do that for you. But uh, our email is comfortcreatures at maximumfun.org. So please don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. And we will have more episodes for you every week. We're so excited to be here. Yeah. Thank you for listening. See you next Thursday. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.